Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from Sticker Giant. Let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. I'm Andrew. Thank you so much for your continued listening and support of Stickers on the Mic. And today we are very uh, excited to welcome a guest here in Longmont again, but on Zoom is... Alejandro Rodriguez from Summit Tacos here in Longmont, a uh, up and coming business. And they actually occupy a space that we've covered before when we covered Georgia Boys Barbecue. They are in the old Georgia Boys Barbecue shack. And there's a lot of activity around their block. And we'll have Alejandro talk a little bit about that. There's a lot of great energy in downtown Longmont. And we're so fortunate that they are customers of ours. And also, we get to hear a little bit of their stories. Today is the 6th of May. So we're just following up on a very busy day that they had yesterday. And we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, as Alejandro shares his story. But Alejandro, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about Summit Tacos. Well, uh, Summit Tacos. Okay. So Summit Tacos really uh, started out of a uh, it just a desire for Edward and I, Edward, the other, uh, the co-owner of Summit Tacos. It really just started out of a uh, desire of um, just being in charge of, um, you know, like running a business. Uh, Edward and I, we've been in the, in the restaurant industry for a long time. He's been in the industry for about, I don't know, 20, 22 years. He started very young at 15 washing dishes. Uh, and now he's, you know, and then he became a chef and now he's the chef of, uh, some tacos. I, uh, I personally have been in the industry for 17, 18 years, uh, always working in front of the house. Uh, so I've been waiting tables, bartending, um, just more, again, just more from the house. So, um, again, just, uh, starting some tacos, um, you know, it just came from that, uh, desire of, uh, just having our own thing. Uh, and also just being in the industry for a long time and the industry is amazing, but, uh, sometimes it can be, uh, especially for us, like we did have uh, some negative experiences about, you know, being undervalued and underused, underappreciated in a lot of places. So we just decided, you know, when we made, uh, I don't know, seven years ago at, at a restaurant in Dallas, we just got to talk and we're like, well, why don't we just start our own business, you know, with our own, with our own rules and, mm. And then just create a, a different environment for our employees and for ourselves. You know, we're not, if we see talent, we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna coach them to become better. And, and if they become better for us, that's amazing. But if they become better and they move on to better things, that's amazing too. We just, again, we just wanted to create a, um, a different environment for us and our employees. Um, and then, in addition to all that, uh, also just our love for food, you know, it's, um, you know, Mexican culture is very, 
you know, very uh, food oriented, and, you know, just like many cultures, but for us, it's no, really- food is culture, right? I mean, food is any culture. I'm Italian and we have our own, you know, folkways. I'm also Lithuanian. Um, you know, my mother's family came here um, and fled from occupation of the Russians back in the day. And, and, and that informs who we are, right? Like the food and the dishes that we, that we choose, uh, one person's comfort food is another person's, you know, ethnic or other culture where it's like, actually food is everybody, you know, and we, we split food up into different cultures and, and cuisines because it makes sense for marketing and whatever. But you know, we, we experience food in different ways. And just cause you grow up in a certain neighborhood in a certain town, you, you also might be interested, interested in other, in, in other cultures too. And, you know, we all have our first experience of when we ate some sort of food or we're in a certain place and it's, it's a, pl- it's something that takes us back, uh, or sometimes brings us right into the present day. I've never had this. And here I am in Thailand eating this dish that blows my mind, you know, um, food is, is this expressive language that we are, we all share. And I, I do love living in Lama because there's so much beautiful, you know, Hispanic and Mexican food and, 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 and food in general, but, um, you all occupy a very, uh, cool space. So before you had an actual restaurant though, you were a brand and you had to get the food out there and turn people on to what you were doing. Um, how did you do that? As it's because uh, again, it's competitive too, right? Like there's so yeah. much good food, right? And there's a lot of good Mexican food and a good food truck or whatever. What was your path to occupying the space that you have now here, uh, uh, you know, in, in downtown Longmont? You know, how, how did you how did you chart that path? Yeah, it, I think it ties a little bit to um, you know this. Um, language of love that we all have, you know, this connection, this personal and emotional connection that we all have with food. Um, and it also goes back to, you know, working in restaurants and everything was so, um, um, like so dry and it was just, you know, uh, greeting customers and just, uh, making money for the restaurant and push them out of the way. So that's another thing that we didn't want. Um, so when we started the food truck, in order to, um, you know, stand out and be different. And, and again, I don't know, I, I don't think we, that, that we ever saw it as a strategy. Again, it was just, a, a, um, we just wanted to, you know, treat people like their family. And that's truly how we see every one of you when you come through the doors. Uh, so when he come, when he came through, uh, to the, to the food truck, um, again, we just wanted to, um, show our, ourselves and our culture, um, you know, in a plate, in our food. Um, you know, we wanted to, we just treated everyone like friends. Um, uh, one of the things that I know that I definitely implemented on um, just part of our business and when we first started was really do my best to learn everybody's name. And right. that's one of the things that, you know, I didn't want to, I, I really hate going into a place and just feel like a stranger, like, like I'm just another number. Right. Um, so that's one of the things that I really emphasize is learning everybody's names, trying to uh, get a little bit, bit of the story and then share our story with them too, in order to create that emotional connection. And I think that was very successful because again, you know, just uh, food brings people together and I right. wanted to create that. Absolutely. Um, 
So now you are at 237 Collier in Longmont. So you have this amazing space. When you began scoping out the build and looking at, you know, it was already a restaurant, it was a barbecue restaurant. So it has a little bit of association in Longmont. And I actually forget what it was before that, <laughs> to be honest with you. I just don't remember. Um, but, you know, you have this opportunity, right, to make your mark. Uh, and, and and you still have, do you, do you still operate the truck too? I mean. Uh, we use it for uh, special events. Yeah. Uh, private events, stuff like but that. But now the focus is on getting people in the door. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so how do you do that? I mean, and let's, because again, it's May 6th of uh, 2020, we are not necessarily getting people in the door um, and we don't know what that future looks like. But like prior to that, because you, you do have a, a pretty good brand here in town, like um, because there's a lot of good ones, right? I, there's, it, and so you have to get people in the door. How do you do that? Um, well, so I think that the first few weeks of the restaurant, uh, so the way that Edward and I see um our success um, and, you know, just having this following. Uh, so we, we kind of see it as, you know, the past two years with a food truck, um, we kind of see it as, as marketing, like free marketing. You know, we, we build up a following and we build that reputation. Um, so, um, so that really helped us like the first few months you know, everybody that had have been following us for, for the past two years, you know, they were excited for us and they started coming in into the restaurant. Um, and, but now that we're in the restaurant in order to gain new customers, um, you know, we basically, all we did, actually, I don't think that we ever even did that much. I think it was just like uh, word of mouth. You know, it was just uh, people telling their friends, their neighbors, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, I, I wish that I could really tell you like, oh, we did this marketing campaign. We just continue doing what we've been doing for the past, you know, three years. And no, I think that's it though. Right. Yeah. Like that, but that's, that, that's the point. That's the answer is that it, you did the work, you created the community and the, and the fans around your, you know, your offering and um, they're good customers, and but they weren't just customers. They were people to you, and then they came to you, yeah. and they said, "I can't wait to eat at some tacos and get the great deals." When you you do, you all have some great menu deals, and you know, for all our folks that listen, I mean. I go to Summit Tacos. Summit Tacos caters a bunch of sticker giant days when we have special days. We we support those businesses in our community, um, you know, and and and. So I'm familiar with the food. I have a favorite taco. I know what I'm going to get when I go there. So that's that's the sensation you're trying to create is to create a customer, not just like me, but someone who wants to come in and be like, oh, this is my Wednesday lunch during workday or I take my family. And, uh, you know, before the show, we were just talking everybody. I was talking to Alejandro. I was like, you know, my wife and my daughter they do a little taco crawler on town when they do their little date night, that daughter and mommy date night. And usually they, they sometimes they'll go back to summit just cause they want to get more. So, uh, you know, that, that just, that makes me happy too. And I know they had a nice night there. Um, and so I know some folks that even work there, they're friends of our family. So that, that's just a great way to, you know, bring people in. It doesn't have to be some sort of corporate targeted thing. It's, Hey, this is what we do. So, um, talk to us a little bit about a normal day or week at Summit Tacos and how y'all are uh, managing just, you know, what, what are your, like, what does your business look like for, for folks that are coming in? 
Um, well, for us, um, you know, for the week, I, I would say just um, our, our, our main concern every day when we go into work is basically how can we make the experience better? Um, how can we um, keep our customers happy? Um, what, um, and as far as, as far as the menu, we're always thinking about like what other um, food or plate uh, can we present to, to all of you that's going to get you excited and that's going to keep you coming back for it. Um, yeah, so basically that's what, for us, that's the main thing that we, uh, day to day, you know, we go in there and we're like, well, how can we make this better? How can we, um, again, how can we introduce something else that, that, that they can get them excited? Um, so we, you know, we play with a lot of food. We play with a lot of, um, you know, recipes and food that we grew up eating and, you know, sometimes we just ha like have it as a special for the day. And if people really get excited, then we put it on the menu. Um, you know, a lot of the times uh, those menu, uh, those menu items, uh, like for me, at least for me, I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to like it because, you know, uh, they're used to like a, a certain type of Mexican food. Sure. They're like, they come in there like two chorizo. Yeah. And, and one beer, you know, but yeah. you, you did um, interesting um, that you, you said the food you're growing up with, you know, cause I'm actually about to make some food for this weekend. We, we've been doing a Friday night thing, a tradition. It's called fancy Friday in our house where we dress up in nice clothes and use the nice China and then dance around and play music and drink out of the fancy glasses with the kids, um, make them kitty cocktails. And it's something different. You know, we all have food that is, it takes us back. Um, you said you all, you and Ed, Edward met in Dallas. Correct. Right. Yeah. So that's a whole different kind of, um, that's a different than like a Southwest, you know, Colorado, New Mexico, whatever, there's a rivalry there, but there's different kinds of foods, even within, uh, you know, Mexican, Hispanic, Latino, Latinx culture that, that people will gravitate to. And something in New York city is different than something that's in LA, something in Miami, you know, people, there's just all that, that beautiful melting pot. Where, where did you grow up and what was like the, the food that really, made it for you? Um, well, I grew up in Mexico city. Um, and like a lot of the food that I, uh, that I, we really get, I'm really passionate about and we really, uh, offer at the restaurant. Um, it's uh, street food, you know, street food that, um, uh, and we have a few items that are uh, exclusively street food that you cannot go into a restaurant in Mexico city and find it. You right. And you don't want that though. I don't want, like, like, I mean, I don't mean it like that. You might want it at a certain time, but you're like, I just need a quick, I need, I got a couple dollars, whatever. And I just, it, um, this is what I want. And, and I know that I can get it at the cart here. Right. You, you know what I mean? Or, or at this place. And, 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 you know, I come from Chicago, so hot dog stands are everywhere. When I lived in Washington, D.C., hot dog stand, even in, you know, in Denver, when you can find a hot dog stand, just one of those guys with a little cart, it's, it's great because it's like I have $3 and get a, a hot dog or, or a taco. At a, at a, there's once, there used to be a spot back when Union Station was not Union Station when you went to market in Denver and there was a little taco truck there. And I knew that for $5 I could get like two or three things, yeah. which was awesome. Right. So your, your Mexico city upbringing and, and just that, that, that focus on again, like what, what I see at summit is where it's like, yes, it's not necessarily what you'll see. It's not huge plates at like other Mexican restaurants, maybe even in town or, or wherever. Um, and it is just, and also you can mix and 
you know, create different orientations of what you want across the menu, which is nice. Right. And the price points work for that. Um, so other than, you know, this, this wonderful space that you all have and to everyone listening, especially if you come from far away and you come to Longmont on one of the, you should come to Longmont and visit. We have great things here to experience. Um, you know, right now to serve folks locally, what are you doing um, to, to get food out? Um, well, it's, it's been a little challenging. Um, as far as, as far as um, switching to an uh, takeout only system, um, it really wasn't that hard because uh, with the food truck, we were, uh, you know, we were used to, uh, just pretty much just putting everything in a box and just handing it out. So right. yeah, uh, locally, we, like you're ready for that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Locally for us, we started super small and with a very, um, simple system to push food out. So it wasn't really too much of an adjustment for us. Um, um, the, the, the one thing that I, I think that we definitely needed to do was really, uh, push more, uh, on social media, you know, our links, cause a lot of people, um, weren't using, we, we had online ordering since we opened the restaurant, but a lot of people weren't using it. And I understand because you want to, they, you know, they want to come into the restaurant and we, that's what we love too. you know, coming to the restaurant, taste the food as, as, as it comes out of the kitchen, you know? So a lot of people weren't using that. So we really had to push that on the social media, on, on, onto social media. We needed to push that. We also needed to add links for like our uh, gift cards uh, to right. be purchased online and stuff like that. So those are some of the things that we had to prepare um, just basically on the digital side of the right. digital aspect of the restaurant. We really, sure. needed, we, we really stepped it up because it needed to happen. Yeah. Cause now you can just, and, and for, and the nice thing about, well, nothing is nice about this. This is not, it's not the way to say it, but I, I've noticed with other places in town too, um, where I frequent, you know, I'm obviously not going there, but I, I want to support them and, and I want <laughs> to have their products, whether it's tacos or beer or, you know, uh, pizza, what, whatever, especially with food. Cause groceries are different. They're a different category. Um, but you can do the pickup or delivery. So when and if, and depending on what it looks like for your restaurant post, you know, um, mandatory, um, quarantine, et cetera, is the pickup versus delivery. And you can maybe serve more people who don't want to necessarily, you, you, there's a potential anyway for people who want more pickup or something like that. And now you're ready for that because the website is set up for that. I mean, I'm on the website right now. It's like, boom, boom, sweet. I'll be there, at, you know, and you can, you can schedule that for those customers. And so there's something you're building like you're, you already have the muscle there, but you're like working it even more. And now it's like, it's at a level of performance where you're able to do that, which is nice. Right. But you do got to keep people coming back, et cetera. So yesterday was, uh, uh, Cinco de Mayo. What did that look like for you all? It, you know, cause you've had a couple in, in a normal world and now you have this, this, you know, sort of social distancing era. What, what did it look like for the first time ever for, for this? Cause this is a big day. People enjoy celebrating. They just do. Yeah, it, it, it is a big and day. It fell on a Tuesday, which, yeah, <laughs> there you go. It is a huge day, and we um, we didn't know how um, how busy it was gonna be for us. Uh, you know, being that you know people are staying home, social distancing. Um, but uh, but we were ready. We we prepared. You know, to be busy. Uh, so we posted online 
you know, about Cinco de Mayo. We posted about pre-ordering. Um, and I think the post on social media went, uh, went out around the uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, by Monday night, we had about 30 pre-orders, uh, huge uh, orders. Um, so we're like, okay, uh, it's going to be a busy day tomorrow. Um, as soon as we walked into the restaurant on Tuesday, there were like another 20, 30 pre-orders for that afternoon, in addition to everything that started coming in as soon as we opened the doors. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a huge day. Um, you know, everyone in London, they're so kind and they're so passionate about our food. Um I mean, it, it was a huge party day. It was. Um, we also uh, we also got a lot of maybe just two delivery orders, um, and a bunch of them just pick up orders. I think people just wanted to get out of the house and and at right. least at least see us for like a minute or two. How uh, is delivery really factoring in, or is it more pickup? What What are you seeing between the two? It's definitely more pickup. Really? Definitely. Okay, good. Absolutely. Yeah, I will say. Yeah, I will say ninety eight percent of our orders are pickup. Um, and we understand, you know, even if it's, even if people come, uh, come to the restaurant and I go outside and deliver their order to their vehicle, at least that's something. Cause I feel it too, right? You no, know? I know it's hard. And, and, you know, I've been, I do a lot of these calls and I read a lot too, and I can, I consume a lot of media and, and there's a lot of psychology around, not to take a detour of our conversation here, but there's definitely something there that being on these video calls is not the same when someone comes in or delivery is nice. Cause you see some, we might have to leave it and go away. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that is not going to, um, be the same. And, and when you see those customers, like when I come in, you know, it, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know? And also you also have the chance when someone comes up, you're like, Oh, I changed my mind. Actually, I'm here for this, but I actually, I'm getting this, you know, and, and you never know. You, that's the, the serendipity of especially going out to eat is, is always the, you want to be surprised. Sometimes you get the special, right? Cause it's just, that's, well, I wonder what that's going to look like. I just don't know what that looks like yet. You know, I, I, I'm, I look forward to that day cause there's so many wonderful places that I love to go, especially here in town. And, you know, for folks who've been listening avidly, I appreciate that you're, we're talking a lot about the businesses in our community in the last few weeks and, uh, and in Colorado, and that's just where we're at. But, you know, I, I thank you so much, Alejandro, for sort, sort of sharing here. You, you've had a lot of learning in a, in a short amount of time, you know, like it's, it's probably been a lot, you know, I, yeah, I just, I can't even imagine. It's actually. been a lot. Um, you know, another thing that I want to share with everyone is that uh, for Edward and I, we also feel like in the past three years that we've been um, running this business, it, it, it feels that, um, A, we, we're kind of going, uh, like we're, we've been attending uh, business school, you know, just learning a lot about how to run our own business. And also the, the, the beauty of this is that we are growing, instead of like starting with a big concept and a big restaurant, uh, we started very small and we are growing together with the business. And that's a really nice feeling. Uh, so that way we, we do it right. Every step of the way we're doing it right. Right. Exactly. Um, and I look forward to, uh, to hanging out with Edward too. Um, so with that said, we're going into, you know, summer of 2020. Um, you know, what are you looking forward to here and what kind of ideas do you have to continue? Like you said, you're learning, right? What, um, what do you, what's, what's next? 
well, for us, uh, one of the things that we want is just offer more uh, more items. One of the one of the things that we're kind of like uh, thinking about doing is maybe um, summertime setting up um, either a little taco stand outside of on the patio. So people can just go there and, and order tacos and see. Yeah, without going into the space too. Like it just might move traffic better because yeah. you just have the one door. See, and also see their tacos being made right in front yeah, of yeah. them. Give it a more uh, street feel. Yeah. Thing. I want to do that. And we also want to make uh, paletas, just like the popsicles. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we also wanna, we're thinking about getting a card out there. Oh, that'd be great. Just to give it more of a, a street feel. Yeah, just more drive-by even. Like, I mean, you have the outdoor space for people to sit. You know, they'll have to be six feet apart for for the undetermined future. You know, definitely probably through the through the summer. So it's like you have your square footage. You If you create little, like, areas for people to congregate that are together. Because some, some people, I mean, you never know how people are going to react. But some people who might be like, oh, I we're neighbors and we never go out and we're uncomfortable being near each other. Cause we're like family. It's like, okay, go stand over there and eat popsicles, you know, but just be respectful and then move, move through the space as, as necessary. And I, I could see myself swinging by for some tacos just to, to stay, you know, grab yeah. them and go. And you have to figure out again, how it's for you to keep your set staff safe uh, yeah. and keep, you know, your community safe because we, we want to be careful right now about that. Yeah, but that's, I, that sounds exciting to me. I'm excited by that. Yeah, right? that's that's a challenge, you know, like what is going to be the new normal? Uh, as, right. as excited and we're looking forward to having every single one of you back into the space. Um, we don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, so I think it's probably going to be a little weird and a little different. Um, for the next few but months. I could tell you were kind of excited about those new ideas. So I, I, I am encouraged yeah. by you, like at least having some optimism and, you know, yeah. that's important. Like I, I get it. It's, it's tough. Um, but at the same time, you know, here we are trying to create experiences. We're still trying to serve our customers through our business in, in the ways that we can and are expected to do and, and, and provide that, that service and quality that we, that we all want, right. You want to, you don't want, Delivery is tough. You just lost 10 minutes on a hot dish. I mean, that's not, you know, you want, like you said, it's like, it takes me back to being in Mexico city as a kid. It's like, you know, I think about my grandmother and the food. I walk into her kitchen through the back door and you walk right by the stove first and she's got a huge pot of sauce and meatballs. Yeah. And it's like, that is my life. That's my whole life. Right. That it adds up to a lot of, of memories. And, and that's, like I said, why I'm making meatballs this Friday night for my family. You know, like we do that because it's important to us. Um, and we, we really love that. We love, uh, you know, bringing uh, food out to people and just seeing them enjoy it and smiling and for them to give us feedback and just say, you know, this was amazing. Thank you. But then there's that, even though the delivery is not maybe like exactly what you want, it's still a touch point and you're like, Oh, it's great to see you. And you know, you, you might've brought, brought a little joy to their day, which is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. you're here in Longmont at two thirty-seven Collier. You're, you're, you're tucked back there, uh, by the hour center and Georgia boys. Uh, there's, um, a lot going on in that part of town. It's very exciting. There's the uh, new apartment buildings going up there. You have a lot of opportunity, um, which is great you know, to reach a new audience. There's people that don't even live there yet that are going to be within walking distance for you. So, so that's really 
obviously to your favor. For folks, you know, just listening here today, Longmont has been doing a lot of development in its downtown quarter on on Main Street. We actually have a Main Street America here, which is pretty rad. Uh, and you're just a couple blocks off of that, right? So um, you do have a chance to continue to to drive business, which of course. That's why you're here on the show today. Um, how else can people find you on social media and order? And of course, you know, uh, find you. Uh, yeah. So um, if uh, if you go to our website, there's links to our Facebook page, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Um, so that's just, uh, and Summit Tacos, it's also just the way to just Google us and it'll, you know, it'll take you to our uh, social media pages. That's right. So it's eatsummittacos.com. Uh, and if you're in the, uh, in the Boulder County area and you're listening and you need some tacos, uh, hit them up. Hopefully you'll see the, see them out there. Uh, and you'll be able to get out to see them as well. Um, so thank you Alejandra for joining us, uh, to everybody listening as always. I'm Andrew. Uh, it is my pleasure to have these, these amazing business owners share their stories and, uh, Best of luck. Continue to grow and learn as you, uh, you know, you get into your business. You've been doing this for a few years now and uh, it, it's going well. Right. And that's it's, exciting. Yeah, it's going amazing. Um, you know, we think of Summit Tacos as a community project. Um, Summit Tacos will not happen without all of you. Uh, so we just want to thank everyone and we cannot wait to be able to get together and congregate in the patio and just talk to each other. Yeah. And eat wonderful food. Um, so thank you again, everybody. And we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next time for stickers on the mic. Thanks a lot. That wraps up this episode of stickers on the mic brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.